welcome back to Hot Girls Read with Stina. Hey everyone, my name is Stina and I am the host of Hot Girls Read. Here we nurture our mind, body, and souls by reading personal development books. We discuss skills and techniques we learn from the text to manifest the lives we want. And we cultivate self-love to become the best version of ourselves. Nothing is hotter than a confident girl who is strong mentally, physically, and spiritually. We are back again wrapping up the book Law of Assumption by Letzia. Today I'm giving you five different techniques that Letzia talks about to help you manifest your desires. It is important to note that techniques do not manifest your desires or bring them into your reality for you, but they help you get into the state of already having your desires. So I'm going to say that again. Techniques do not manifest, but they help you get into the state of already having your desire. These techniques help your subconscious mind believe you already have your desires and thus brings them into your life because it is the job of our subconscious mind to show us that what we tell it is true, whether that is good or bad. You do not need to use techniques to manifest your desires, but again, this helps you get into the state of already having your desires, feeling confident that it is already done and all you have to do is persist in the new story or persist in your desire until it hardens into fact. Last week, we talked about the 12 laws of the universe, which are a set of spiritual principles that govern the universe and our place in it. I will be mentioning some of the laws um, that we talked about today, so I recommend going back to listen before you start this episode. Our personal development journey has led us to the law of assumption because the law tells us that we are the only ones responsible for our life, what happens in it, how people show up for us, and that we are not victims. We have to hold ourselves accountable, forgive ourselves for what we've created in the past, and now that we realize we're conscious creators, we and we are the creators of our reality, we can manifest the lives we desire if we stick to the new story. With the law of assumption, we can be, do, and have anything. I hope you all enjoy the episode. So in the intro, I said that you don't need these techniques to manifest. We are all always manifesting. The difference is some of us who know law of assumption can consciously manifest because we are are aware that our thoughts create. And those who don't are just going through life, letting their dominant thoughts manifest without having control of those dominant thoughts. I wanted to give you guys an example, a personal example of why you don't need techniques to manifest, although you can definitely use them. Over this week, I went to visit my aunt who lives in another state and she uh, forgot that she had scheduled a doctor's appointment that was going to be a few hours away. So I now I drove a few hours to visit her. So I really didn't feel like driving another few hours with her for her appointment. 
which was planned to be the next day. So when I got to my aunt's house and she told me about this doctor's appointment that was going to happen the next day, I said in my head, it would be really nice if they called to cancel her appointment tomorrow. I had that thought and I let it go. It was a thought that came up and I was kind of like, yeah, like, like, they're probably going to call and cancel. And then I just let it go. I was detached from it. I wasn't obsessing over it, but I almost had like this knowing that it would get canceled. The next morning we uh, were in in her kitchen and her phone rang. It, it was her doctor's office. And I heard my aunt say, oh, that's okay. That actually works out because my niece is visiting. When I heard her say that, I was kind of in shock because I totally manifested that. I was just in disbelief. Like I just less than 24 hours before, I remember distinctly having the thought that it would be really nice if they canceled the appointment. So I knew I manifested that into my life because I know that we manifest everything in our life, the good and the bad. Things like this have happened to me before, but I always thought that it was more of a coincidence. But since learning about the law of assumption, I know that nothing is a coincidence and we are manifesting everything in our life, big, small. And there is no big manifestation and there is no small manifestation. It's really just the limiting beliefs that we have around our desires. Now, some people might say, why doesn't this work all the time? And that is because we are extremely attached to the outcome of things we want to manifest, there can be a little more resistance. Um, We are not able to just let go of a desire we really, 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 really want and know that it's done. There's a little bit more resistance with some things and less resistance with none. Like I wasn't going to be you know, super sad that my aunt's appointment didn't get canceled. You know, I I was detached from it because at the end of the day, it really didn't matter, but I also knew like, hey, it's going to happen. Nothing is ever harder than anything else to to manifest. It's just our thoughts around what we are trying to manifest and the story we have attached to it. So these techniques that we're going to talk about today can help us with those limiting beliefs and help us get into the state of knowing that our desire is done and we can detach from it and let it go. Last week, we talked about the law of detachment, and we know we need to have trust in ourselves and surrender to our desires. That's like the last step in before we receive our manifestation is just surrendering and letting it go. Also, I want to say that these techniques we talk about today are just the ones that Let Zia mentions in the book, but there are so many other techniques out there. It's really just finding the one or ones that resonate with you most. Okay, so technique number one is called the five-minute manifestation. With this technique, you set aside five minutes every day, whether it's in the morning or at night, just to focus on your desired outcome. Remember, we want to get clear on our desires, so it could be multiple desires you have or just one, but during this meditation, you just want to focus on one of the desires. The first minute, just focus on your breath and keeping your eyes closed. Then start to visualize your desire. 
It can be a scene showing that you have already received your desire. So if you are manifesting a second vacation property or your first home, you can set a scene where you are sitting in the home, looking around, admiring the way you have decorated it. It doesn't have to be a long scene. It can be a five-second scene that you just visualize on repeat. When you are visualizing this scene, you want to practice feeling the emotions as if it is happening right now and utilize your your five senses. So if you're sitting on a couch, you can feel the texture of the cushion and you can smell the fresh flowers you put on the kitchen table. You do not need to visualize to manifest. I didn't visualize my aunt getting that phone call, but visualizing can help you get in the state of the wish fulfilled as Neville Goddard says. Let Zia reminds us that Reminds us that this technique is not a magic wand and it requires consistent effort and patience and knowing that you already have your desire no matter what the outside world is showing you. Because remember, our outside world, what we see in our outside world, all started in our imagination. And that's where our manifestations start is in our imagine in our imagination. Finding um, time to meditate can can be hard. I can almost never meditate when Gia is around. So I've gotten in the habit of going into the sh- into a shower at the gym and sitting on one of the benches, um, closing the curtain and meditating for ten minutes. Um, Because this is like the only time that I have a peaceful moment to myself. If you have young kids, then you know it's like almost impossible to have like even just a minute to to yourself. Um, when I record these episodes, I have to take Gia on like an hour walk before I can even sit down and record just so that she will be sleeping or stay quiet. So anyway, con- consistency is key because these techniques are are there to help saturate our subconscious mind with the thoughts that we already have our desire and our subconscious mind will go to work to bring the desire to us. Number two, uh, daily affirmations. Speaking of the subconscious mind, daily affirmations help with reprogramming our mind. Our affirmations should be specific to our desire, and we should only have about three to five short affirmations that we can easily memorize and repeat throughout the day. You can have affirmations for different areas of your life. For example, if there is a day I'm feeling extra anxious because I had too much coffee or too much pre-workout, um... My affirmations are, I love myself, I am secure, and I am confident. And I just say these on repeat. These affirmations are specifically for getting rid of my anxiety. Now, if I have a desire that's in a different area of my life, like for my job, then I would have different, a different three affirmations for my job. But if we're going with the new um, home manifestation, your affirmations could be, I am living in my dream home. I am so grateful for my new home. I am surrounded by abundance. We want to repeat these affirmations with 100% knowing that they are true for us, whether we see evidence of it or not, because believing is seeing. Everything in life that has ever manifested has first been a thought or visualized. So prepare affirmations that manifest the good you desire in your life. Number three, this is, uh, number three is more of a law of attraction technique. This is the vision board. Some of you may have 
um, done this before. The idea is that if you create a board that has all of your wishes and desires, one that you can look at every day, it keeps your desires on the front of your mind. It's pretty popular now to just make a collage of pictures on your phone that represent your desires and then set it as the background to your phone for the year because our phone is something that we are constantly looking at. And this is something that I did for this year too. If you go on TikTok, there are plenty of creators who talk about the old the old vision boards um, that they had and how they have manifested everything on them. Hearing other people's success stories with conscious manifesting really helps build up your trust in the law of assumption. Number four, the gratitude journal. I have talked about this a lot. Keeping a gratitude journal reminds us of the abundance we already have and what we are grateful for in our future. Let Zia says that this is important because the law, the law of assumption states that the universe or God will manifest to you anything you assume will happen or has already happened. The gratitude journal shifts you into a positive energy that is ready to receive your desires. You're not coming from a place of lack, but a place of gratitude for already having your desires that are here and your desires that are still to come. It's easy to be stuck in this feeling of lack when we have a desire that we can't yet see in our reality and keeping a gratitude journal just brings it back and puts us in a place of already having and getting rid of that lack. We already have what we desire because at the end of the day, all, all of the thing, all of our desires, we're just seeking a feeling from that desire, whether it's a person, a job, a house, there is an emotion that we feel from having that desire. And that's what our body is craving is that emotion. And with the gratitude journal, we're giving ourselves that emotion. We're letting ourselves feel that emotion as if we already have it. And then that way it can come more easily into our life. I, um, I keep a separate journal that is just for gratitude. And every morning I wake up, I write three things that I down that I am grateful for each day. They are different. Sometimes they are the same, but I love it because it starts my day off in such a loving mood. And I know God will place more things in my life to be grateful for. I recently saw a content creator say that they go on a 10 minute gratitude walk in the morning with their dog and they think about the same things I just said. It doesn't matter whether it's on a walk or writing it down in a journal, as long as you are acknowledging and feeling gratitude for the things that you have in your life and the things that you wish to manifest. All right, number five, the release technique. Let Zia says that this is an important step in the manifestation process because it helps clear our mind from the intrusive or negative thoughts that could be blocking our manifestation from unfolding. When we're talking about law of assumption and law of attraction, it's all about like, you know, positive thinking and positive thoughts, but we are human and intrusive thoughts happen, negative thoughts happen, and you know, spiraling, it can happen, but what we want is to, to acknowledge those feelings and then get back into the state of already having. We want to feel our feelings. We never want to suppress them, but when we are feeling a lower vibration emotion, we don't want to attach meaning to it, but instead let it come through us, watch it pass through us. 
If we need to cry, then cry. I have attached a positive affirmation to crying. So a lot of times with all of assumption, people think it's bad to cry and we're stopping our manifestation from coming um, when we cry. But I think of it as, oh, wow, like I'm, I'm getting closer to my manifestation because I'm crying out the past. I'm crying out the old feelings. I'm crying out the old self. And I'm not attaching myself to why I'm crying or the meaning of why I'm crying. And I look at it as a positive thing. Acknowledge the emotion as something separate from you. You can also affirm that your negative thoughts and emotions do not mess up your manifestation. To find these blocks that we're feeling that are creating these um, negative emotions, it is a good idea to journal our thoughts when we are feeling the emotion. So for example, if you are trying to manifest a family and you have another negative pregnancy test and you spiral, you can write down your thoughts in the moment. Maybe the, maybe they're, I will never get pregnant. Getting pregnant is hard for me. My body is working against me. Those are the negative thoughts you're feeling in the, in the moment. And instead of ignoring them, you're writing them out. Once you write down your blocks, you can rewrite them into positive affirmations. You, you've just found the blocks that are bringing up these emotions. And now you can turn them into something positive and you can say them when you feel the negative emotion arising. So instead, you can say, I am so fertile. Getting pregnant is very easy for me. My body is beautiful and fruitful. I'm so grateful. You can also release your emotions with meditation, seeing a counselor, or practicing self-care. I personally go to meditation or doing a self-care routine, like taking a bath or doing a face mask. I also journal, but that's more so at night and I'm and I'm journaling my life as if I'm living in the reality with my desires. The point is that we want to always bring ourselves back to the end state of being the person that has the desires and thinking the thoughts of as the person who has the desire has the desire. In order to do this, we have to feel the negative emotions, see them for what they are, and then let them go. We are not our negative thoughts and emotions. And an, an affirmation that let Zia suggests using when these negative thoughts and emotions come up are, I release all doubts and fears that are preventing me from manifesting my desired outcome. You could even say this phrase on repeat as you're meditating or write it down several times in your journal. When we consciously manifest, we want to come from a place of love, gratitude, and a clear mind. These five techniques are only a few of the many, 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 many techniques out there that we can practice to help manifest our desires. No matter which ones we use, we want to stay consistent we want to enjoy the journey and we want to trust the process. Manifesting is meant to be easy and effortless. It is not meant to feel like work. So really, we need to have fun with it. Some of our desires might seem like they hold so much weight, but when we have faith in knowing our desire is ours, we are able to detach and our manifestation comes to us so much quicker. There's um, peace in knowing that if we have a desire, then it it's already ours. There's already a quantum field that we are experiencing that desire and it, and it's about shifting our thoughts and shifting our energy to being in that reality. There is 
so much more information about the law of assumption. We did not even cover like any of it in these three episodes. I mean, I hope you took away more than nothing, but um, there's just a lot of information around the law of assumption and you can kind of get lost in learning about law of assumption. And I, one thing I've heard um, manifestation coaches say is, Yes, take in the information, but then go out and apply it. Don't just listen. Don't just read, but go out and make the effort, do the techniques, consciously create, change your thoughts, be on a mental diet. It's about, in that way, it is about taking action and holding yourself responsible to your thoughts. Um, I want to read more books about, about Law of Assumption, and I plan to. If you are curious about law of assumption and consciously manifesting, I would recommend watching Dylan James on YouTube and Sammy Ingram. Also, Neville Goddard's lectures are on YouTube. Neville Goddard talks super old-fashioned and can be hard to to translate sometimes. So Dylan James and Sammy are really great manifestation coaches that will help you build trust in the law of assumption and in the power you hold as the creator of your reality. P.S. In our next episode, we are starting a new book called Healing the Feminine Energy by Remus. Make sure to follow Gia and I on TikTok at hotgirlsread underscore podcast. You can also fill out the Q&A if you are listening on Spotify and have questions you'd like me to answer on the next episode. Episodes will be dropped on Sundays. Thank you all so much for listening. See you all next time on Hot Girls Read with Stina. (laughs) 